0: Hey, everybody, Double G here from Fight Game Media and the Fight Game Podcast. We have a a special bonus show that we're putting in the free Fight Game Media Network feed on Christmas. So Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everyone. So what this bonus show is, John LaRocca and myself, we have the Fight Game Podcast, which is on F4W uh, Online slash Wrestling Observer. But we do a second Fight Game podcast every week exclusively for Fight Game Media Network plus our Patreon. And in that show, we review 1997 Raw. So we started in January, and we are now at the end of December with only one more show left in 1997. And so we're going to move on to 1998. So I wanted to put this in the free feed for people who may not know that we do that show every week. It's been so much fun watching the weekly TV from that era, which is arguably considered the uh, the kind of the, the time frame for WWE that where, you know, they took over from WCW and maybe the most important time frame for the company that is a multi billion dollar company today. So John and I are going to focus on 1998. So, you know, we're, we're going weekly. So, if it's January Raw, like we got, we're, we're watching them in, in, you know, almost around the same day of, of every week that the Monday Night Raw happened. And we're putting the shows up on the Patreon. So, if you like what you hear, check it out patreon.com front slash fight game media. It's just five bucks a month. Uh, also, just want to, let folks know you know we we have 10 shows if you combine the two networks together we get the free network which has um seven shows if you include the brace for impact show which is in its own separate feed please subscribe to both of those feeds if you can it only help us as far as figuring out downloads and positioning and all of the different places you can listen to podcasts and also we have uh three exclusive shows on the patreon and also the Brace for Impact show, the longer version, is on the Patreon. And then we're, we're going to have so many bonus shows coming up in uh, 2022. So definitely check it out. Um, I want to thank all of the podcasters for doing all the shows and you know, we, just really hitting it out of the ballpark, but especially the listeners, uh, those of you who listen to this free feed. And, and maybe you also are listening because uh, you are subscribed to the Patreon. But if you're not, give us a shot it's it's not it's not a heavy ask it's 5 bucks and you you know if you if you don't like what you hear then you can definitely cancel anytime you want so merry christmas everybody here's a bonus episode of John the Rock and myself talking about the christmas episode of 1997 raw stone cold steve Austin sons stuns santa y'all uh this will be the only ad that you listen to so show is going to play in full no more ads thank you all have a great holiday all right john we are back with our 1997 raw review this is the penultimate 1997 raw show next week will be the last one for 97 and then the following week, we'll start our Raw 98 series. And so because of that, uh, we're recording this in, in a couple different ways. So nor, you know, our normal Patreon listeners, uh, this is on the Patreon. We appreciate everything that you all have done for us in, in subscribing. And uh, the other thing is that we've also put this on our new free Fight Game Media Network, just in case. There are people who are listening to our free shows and they want to follow us for the 1998 raw recaps. They want to watch rewatch 1998 Monday night raw with us and, and follow our recaps because, you know, there's tons of information from the observer that we add to give a little context to the stories that are going on in 1997. It was Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and all the context of what was going on there. Uh, we had, you know, Not just the recap of the show. We had the whole story of what was going on behind the scenes as well. So that this is on that. And this is also going to be on YouTube. Our our YouTube folks who are watching us now um, wanted to put this on video because John and I were, were doing another video. And we just decided, hey, might as well throw this on YouTube as well. So on the Patreon, it is up normal time that we record it. But on the free network and on YouTube, it is actually christmas day as people are listening to this and, and watching this so being that it is christmas time uh john what is the Laraka christmas ritual like do you are you guys a christmas eve family where you kind of do your thing is it a christmas day thing um how, how much of the family do you get together and has the pandemic changed any of that
1: uh, it's definitely changed it so it's, it's going to be a very especially this year it's going to be what's going on right now it's going to be a very very small get together um for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day um we're uh my wife's very she loves Christmas Day waking up in the morning presents under the tree and so that's when we open presents is uh, oh, we do some on Christmas Eve but mainly the the big the big one is uh, Christmas Day so we like to you know, see the kids wake up and go. Yeah. Oh my goodness! No, now now they wake us up. We used to wake them up. Now they wake <laughs> us up. <so.
0: laughs> when I was a kid, we did Christmas Eve at my dad's side of the family. Then we did Christmas morning at our house, and then Christmas Day at my mom's side of the family. Uh, then when I got when I got married, we did Christmas Eve with my ex wife's family at usually at our house. Um, a lot of times at our house. And then the same thing with, you know, home and then we'd go visit my mom's side of the family. But now um, my parents, they're in Tucson, so they're not here. So we don't really have like a Christmas Day tradition anymore. So now we're still going to uh, my ex's uh, for Christmas Eve. My my wife and I, my kids are going to be there. And, you know, I, I don't get to see that side of the family very often. But now Christmas Day is just like we open the presents with my my stepkids. They're going to come from their dad's house. We he, he comes over. He's probably going to make breakfast. He used to be a chef. Then my kids are going to come over. We're going to watch the Warriors against the mm-hmm. Suns and then we'll do stockings with them. So, um I'm actually doing uh taking my boys to to the Warriors game for their gift this year, which is I don't know, maybe awesome. like the most expensive gift that we've ever done. These tickets are ridiculous. <laughs> um yeah. But okay, so, uh, so what, what do we do here? So for the, the Patreon folks, you guys know what we do. Um, this is just going to be for the people listening on the free network, which is how we're going to break this down. So we're going to go segment by segment. We're talking about everything that happened on the show. In this case, there's not really anything in The Observer about this particular episode, though there is a little context about a situation that John and I talked about last week, which is um, there was a show in Memphis where uh sean michaels uh no actually i take that back there i think i think the show was in oklahoma because they were going to bring danny hodge out and so what happens is is sean michaels believes that he's the top guy and that he should be the guy bringing out the you know the the fan favorite old old wrestling god of, of that area mm-hmm. and he wanted to do it even though he's the main heel and his entire act is to get the fans riled up and for them to flip them off and throw stuff. And Sean was like, no, 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 I, I I, can do this. And it didn't work because he got exactly what, what you would have thought from, from that fan base. So they were supposed to have a match. It's supposed to be, uh, I think it's supposed to be uh triple H and, and shamrock and shamrock was going to win with help from, from Danny Hodge. But they went into the ring, and there was stuff thrown, and that caused Shawn Michaels to say, "Nope, we're not doing this. We're not having a main event match." Over, and then it caused kind of a riot in in the crowd. So the, there's a whole thing in, uh, in in the Observer for that week, which is when you're asking fans to th- like when when you're he- getting so much heat and you're kind of egging on the fans at what Mm -hmm. point does that stop? And there was a, I guess there was a nitro um, where a whole angle was, was ruined because I think sting was supposed to come down. And so the, the arena went black and then as the arena went black, some of the fans at that point jumped the rail. And so they screwed everything up. So going off TV, it was kind of a, a, a bad thing. So, that is the that is mostly this, the story in the observer about both companies. ECW, I guess they had a situation at some point where Heyman just told the crowd like, "Look, we're all going home unless you guys stop," and then the crowd stopped. So that's kind of where we are in 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 wrestling late ninety seven. Lots of you know you're turning it up. Uh, I think Dave said that this is not the same necessarily the same crowd that Vince McMahon kind of created the family environment this is a much different crowd than that crowd so as we go to 1998 i'm sure there's going to be a ton more because the austin thing heats up and everything is is around austin and and people turning heel on austin and him getting screwed and vince screwing him and vince you know bringing the rock in and so there's going to be tons of this stuff. So yeah. I just wanted to lay the the groundwork there for for the folks who are not following us on the Patreon just so you know kind of the the area that we are were, we're at here. Um so w- the the show is December 22nd. Uh I believe it is a tape show. Uh, it's it's the it's the arena in uh Massachusetts. What is the the arena? The
1: that has the balcony and is it the one where The Rock won the title, the IC, uh, IC title from Triple H?
0: Yeah, you might be right.
1: It's a beautiful building for television, I think. Yeah, yeah. I really liked what they had had set it up. Here. It just
0: looks packed. It's not mm-hmm. very big. It just, yeah. it just looks packed. Uh, and so since it's Christmas, uh, Christmas themed, the opening of the show, we could see our good friends D-Generation X, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels. They come out in robes. And so the announcers are sort of playing it up as in, like, uh-oh, they might be naked underneath these ropes. <laughs> 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 our the, sensor, oh, the sensors better be ready. Like, I don't know yeah. what these degenerates are going to be doing. And so uh, Triple H cuts down. Owen calls him a nugget. Uh, Shawn Michaels reminds everybody that he's, you know, he, uh, he's beaten the undertaker. And so they're going to have the match at the Royal rumble in San Jose. And so they finally disrobe and they're wearing boxers underneath and Jr. And uh, Kevin, Ke- Kevin Gully. Kelly, they're just like, Oh, thank God. We, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they have boxers on, but what do they do? They bend over and they pull their boxers down. And they have thongs, and I think it's like "Merry Christmas" written across both of their asses or something as they bend over and kind of moon the audience. The sensors were very much ready for them, mm. and I think there was some anticipation by, uh like, U- USA knew that it had gotten maybe it had gotten word or something that it was taped uh,
1: right. And then it say "Generation X" sensor though?
0: Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. Uh, we got uh, we got that. So then, uh, of course, the party pooper of all party poopers, Sergeant Slaughter comes out. He is
1: really a party pooper.
0: Well, he he he's not a party pooper, but he is someone who comes in and thinks that he's outsmarted everyone. And then, you know, as yeah. per usual, didn't really outsmart anybody. So he comes out and he's like, Sean, you you know, you haven't defended this European championship in a month, let alone two months since you won it. And Sean's like, well, have you been paying attention? I'm the world champion. And so Slaughter's like, look, you're going to have to uh, defend this title and you're going to defend it against Triple H. And if you decide not to defend this title against Triple H, you, you're, you're going to be stripped. And Sean's like, I don't mind being stripped. You know, he he's a sexy boy. Yeah. And so then... Uh, There, that they build this match for the entire night, which is Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Now, you knew what was going to happen here. We all knew what was going to happen when you watched back. Was their acting at all believable when (laughs) they were like trying to pretend
1: like they were mad at each other? No, I didn't believe it back then, but I didn't think they would do what they did. I mean, actually, you know what? I take that back because they actually copied something from WCW. If you remember, <clears throat> if uh, was it ninety six or ninety seven? One of those wrestle World War three pay per views during the tag team match. It was the Outsiders, Faces of Fear. I want to say Harlem Heat or something like that. Another another Bay team or another team. It was like a triangle match or three way match where Hall. Was, oh, a nasty boys. That's who it was. Nasty boys. Hall gets tagged in, and then they also tag in Nash. So they have to face off. And then the Bayface is like, Oh, look, we got these two guys to fight. <laughs> and Nash comes in, Hall, and they square off like this. And then Nash just goes to his lays down, and Hall goes to pin him because if he, they if Hall wins, they win and retain yeah, the titles. Yeah, yeah. So the Bayfaces or all the other two teams have to come in and, and kick him off which they just, how stupid was this, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think this was a playoff that as well. Like, they got the idea from that, so. In 99, I think
0: Road Dog and Billy Gunn do this as well mm. with each other. I, I, I'm, I'm almost, it's either, it's somewhere in 98, but I think it's 99, so the, they'll, they'll do it again. Um, okay, so they are building to this match that's on the, uh, the, the, the whole show, and they actually, there's actually a start about uh, the the first hour in, and then they don't do it. So then they come back in the main event segment. Uh, they do these little segments where uh, China is kind of the the person who's who's like out, you know, the smart one. And they're going all crazy, pissed off. they're all for some reason, they're all wearing this shirt called China Syndrome. That's like the new her new <clears throat> shirt must be out there. Yeah, so. her new who knew her new merch shirt. Yeah. Uh so then uh you know, she's got a she whispers to them because like, you know she's got this super deep voice, so I guess they don't want her to speak yet. <laughs> um, and and she's like kind of telling them like you know what's what the deal is. So I, I I guess she's the smartest of the three and like put the whole plan together or something. Lame. Uh okay, so you know, I was kinda thinking because we've seen some of these shows and uh this you know, I, I'm trying to think. This one actually might have been was this the the live one or was this the taped one? I I always forget the no, the, this the, was
1: definitely tape because there were some hard cuts and uh, okay yeah.
0: So um I, I was trying to think like cause Henry Godwin against mm-hmm. Thrasher, this match is like Thirty seconds before there's like a disqualification.
1: <laughs> it, uh, maybe a little longer. Okay, let's let's give him a minute thirty. But um, you yeah, know, yeah, it was a long. It was going all right. It was fine. But I was like, are we really doing the that a Thrasher versus Henry Godden match here? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people tuned out to go watch what's going on Nitro for sure.
0: Yeah. Game. So so I was just kind of wondering why there's such a short match. Was it because? They knew that the mm-hmm. channels were going to be changed, yeah. or was it because they had packed too much stuff on, on the show? I, I, I didn't know what one it was.
1: I'm guessing a little bit, of, maybe, I'm guessing maybe the first segment went a little long, I'm sure it did, right? But then you're right as well. Like, we can't have these guys go out there and do six minutes so people would tune out, so they did a the quick disqualification. I, I just I like the goblins though, I, I just wish they would have done more with them, but again, of course, goblins injury, I think finally really caught up to him, his neck injury. So,
0: all right. So then uh, the next segment is, is mankind. He's in what they called the bowels of the building. You know, it's very much a Vince McMahon, uh, yeah. you know, word usage there. Uh, we, we were, you know, we met mankind almost uh, in the boiler room. So, you know, he, he is one who likes to, to go deep inside these buildings. And so dude, uh, dude, love, he was, he, he beats uh, Billy Gunn and he beats road dog in consecutive weeks. And then they keep beating him up after. So he got hit with the title and then he gets thrown off of the, uh, the stage and through the table on the last show. So I guess when you transform from dude, love into mankind, like you become 100% healthy again, because you're like a new character. Cause mm-hmm. Mick was just mankind doing the crazy mankind stuff. and, you know get going uh, going for vengeance here and uh and so then uh the next segment is footage of stone cold steve austin and i'm guessing this was from the previous show the live show yeah yeah he is in the ring and is that steve lombardi as yes. santa claus so yeah. steve steve lombardi is is santa claus and i guess right before austin comes out there's a young child in uh, who, whose event she, she's by ringside when Austin comes down. But I guess they were doing something with Santa and the kids. And then Santa kicked the kid out because he was waiting for Sable or something. Or mm-hmm. they had mentioned that. So Austin comes out. He starts talking to Santa. Uh, and he gets Santa to stand up so that he could, he, he could check him out. Santa stands up, boom, stunner, and uh, beats up Santa Claus. So... Austin saves the child. Now, it's weird because there is a second Santa segment on this show. I'm assuming this was just a way to get an Austin segment on this show, but it's like, it was so weird the way that they did it because of the theme of the show.
1: Well, they had the first clip of, I think the first clip they showed was the preview was going to like, oh, we're going to see this conversation. Right. Did you... So they're in Massachusetts. So the girl was a boy, right? Is that what it was? Was yeah, it a boy? But the long hair, but I think the the boy was Polynesian. Okay. He's wearing a San Francisco 49ers jacket. You think it's Roman Reigns? No. I think like, <laughs> well, not Roman Reigns, but I'm guessing, you know, Pennsylvania's, you know, I could see them using a lot of office guys, right? For extras, for jobs on superstars or shockers that night, whether they tape, I was wondering maybe this was a, a family member from you know the uh, the the Samoan family. You know, he mm. looked like it one not looked like Jay Uso or or uh, or uh, or the other Uso. <laughs> you know, they looked. I mean, it's, that's why I'm like, wait, because they said son, he said boy, come here, son. So okay. they must know. Yeah, so. I'm guessing he's from the you know office side of the family or whatever. So,
0: okay, yeah, because it, it couldn't have been Roman because Roman is like a little bit younger than you, mm-hmm. and in '97 he's probably a teenager already. Yeah, I, I don't think it could have been Roman.
1: Um, got to give it up for Steve Lombardi to keep that beard on. <laughs> <laughs> Getting stunned, he's still there to keep that beard on. Get thrown through the ropes out of the ring, you know, got the beard on. Respect, Steve Lombardi. What a great worker.
0: All right, so the next match is The Rock against The Undertaker. Now, you know, we know what's going to happen here. We've seen it week after week after week. Kane's coming out at some point. Uh, Rock is uh, is putting the boots to Taker. A uh, long sell for The Undertaker before he finally makes his comeback, hits The Rock with the tombstone. And right when he does, the lights go out. Kane comes out with Paul Bearer. The, the, the arena is darkened red. And this is Jr's. Just like, I know we're gonna get it. Undertaker's gonna fight back for once. Nope. <laughs> Undertaker blue balls everybody, and he does yep. not fight back. He kind of, he's he's about to throw a punch, and he doesn't. And he just takes a beating, and Paul is screaming at him uh to fight back. But nope. Undertaker will not fight Kane, and he doesn't have any friends, so he just has to take this beating from this monster.
1: Yeah. I mean, I ca- I'm interested to see how they could continue this for another three weeks or right till the rumble because the rumble, I know what happens at the rumble, but it's interesting. Like, I don't know if they could tease without them having some really big physical confrontation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So about to get Triple H and and uh heartbreak kid. Michaels is in the ring. Triple H has come down the aisle. Owen goes low on Triple H takes him out back of the knee. <laughs> and then he runs away. Sean tries to save Triple H. Owen runs out. Slaughter comes out, kind of got a grin. Like, he's like, he's like, ah, you guys finally got yours. And but the announcers tried to make tried to make it like Owen was a hired gun for Slaughter or something. Oh man. That that, that was kind of weird. But um so so they don't do the match, and they're gonna come back with it in the main event segment. The new age outlaws are looking for mankind in the bowels of the building and they think <laughs> that they find him and they start putting the boots to some guy i don't even know who that was but uh billy gun uh, and road dog are wearing like the hard hats but the hard hats that got the flashlight on the front yeah so that's how they're going through the bowels of the building rather than have just an actual flashlight that probably works a little bit better but you know we had to have the sight gag um and then uh you know they don't. They don't find him, so that so they beat up somebody who they think is him, and the 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 search is still on for mankind. So we get a Child. segment.
1: Stupid stuff, man. Yeah, this it's is really dumb. This is horrible. I can't. This this show was really, really, really bad. You know what's interesting about this show, though? The you
0: know we're kind of wondering when the ratings kind of turn to to mm-hmm. to WWF. This was the closest it had been in uh, probably for most of the year was this week, and this show sucked. <laughs> yeah, but I guess, yeah. uh, I guess Nitro was was just as bad. I think they were doing NWO Nitro stuff uh, against them. Oh, oh, gosh. All right, so uh, we get Mark Merrow <laughs> against one Scotty Too Hotty, still Scott Taylor here. And this was a little bit different than what I thought it was going to be. Uh, Meryl calls out Sable, who is in a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer costume, <laughs> and uh, he beats Scotty, he beats Scotty, he beats Scotty. I thought that what was going to happen is that Sable was going to undress, mm-hmm. Meryl was going to get distracted, and, and Taylor was going to win. That's not what happened. I, 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 For some reason, I thought that was going to happen. Instead, pins Scotty, and he's about to beat him up some more. And the great Tom Brandy comes out. He, uh, drop kicks marrow. Marrow thinks he's outsmarted him, gets out of the ring. And Brandy then drop kicks him, uh, the low drop kick under the bottom rope, the sliding one. And, and marrow hits the, uh, hits the railing there. And so I'm still wondering like, okay, Staples going to take off this thing. Uh, she, she took off the head part of it. And, uh, and finally, after, you know, Mero gets beat up, she goes into the ring and she's basically sexy Mrs. Claude. So it wasn't yeah. the the crazy costume. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't. A, yeah. What, I thought we were getting like the the bad one, but I think the reason why they didn't do it is because supposedly there's a LA times piece that is going to be written about them and, and the risque angle that they've been taking. So that might've been a, a little bit of a reaction to the rumor of that piece coming out.
1: Interesting. They, this, you know, the, I'm glad they didn't do you know. I, like, cause you're used to the distraction finish, right? Guy yeah. gets distracted by the pretty girl at the ringside. He loses this. I still like that. Merrill went over. And I also like to touch the attention of detail when Tom Brandy gave him the slide drop kick on the under the bottom rope. That when Merrill hit the guardrail, he hurt his knee. Yeah. So when Sable saw him down, he got she got in the ring, was able to strip down, and and Mark Merrill just couldn't get himself to stop her. <laughs> <laughs> his knee was hurt. I thought that was uh I thought that was pretty good. Uh so then we get Kurgan against it was was it eight? It was eight ball, right? Yes, yes.
0: Kurgan against it, eight ball, uh short match, Kurgan. Uh d- they had uh Don Callis walking out and putting like dots on people's foreheads. Yeah, weird.
1: And that girl looked like what, 12? That was kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: yeah. then uh Jim Cornette says, oh, very attractive young woman.
1: <laughs> I know. It's like uh it's not Dallas, Texas, is it? Oh, um, oh gosh. Uh interesting match. I when I saw what the match was be at that. God, you know this Harris brother is not down to lose here, right? He was he got took the fall, he got back up pretty quick. Uh he didn't he didn't lose to the claw. Remember they were trying to establish the claw the other week. Yes, and this week they didn't establish it. They we went over the side slam. So I don't know. That was pretty funny. And then why was Skull not out there? He just comes out later. You would think he'd be at ringside, right? Yeah. But that was funny. So
0: one of the stories of 97 raw is uh, Ken Shamrock. We've we've basically got to see all of his early WWF stuff. And he's he's had some really good stuff and then he's had some stuff that he probably wasn't ready for with all the sharks in, in the back especially <laughs> when Brett left. And so they're they're trying to reestablish him a little bit. And uh, he faces Delo Brown and D'Lo makes this dude look like a million dollars. Like yeah. Shamrock looks amazing in this match. He looks like a killer. And uh, so great job for Delo, and all the nation is, is, is there, but Shamrock is like, he's like the real fighter. So they can't just go and and, and beat him up. There's always a little bit of like, a, I don't know if we should attack this guy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't remember that this was going to happen, but the rock comes out, cuts a promo on him and they're setting up something for Royal rumble.
1: Yeah, that was the intercontinental title match. So, um, yeah, you know, you gotta heat up uh, Kent Chamber again. Yeah, that's good though. Like one of the big complaints about today's wrestling. Well, I think what, a lot of people complain about AEW. Like you know, like to have a guy in a program, he loses, then he's off TV for a while. It doesn't, you know. Yeah. You know, after he was unsuccessful at the Generation X pay per for Shawn Michaels. Now you give him some wins on TV again, and you put him with a guy that's going to make him look good. Like D. O. Brown is going to bump his ass off for him. So, yeah, it's a fun little match. Uh, so then we get more nation. Uh, we get
0: more New Age Outlaws. They find Mankind. Mankind's fighting them off, two against one, and then they lock the poor guy <laughs> in the freezer, and we never hear from Mankind again. On that's the it. Show. No one
1: can, cameraman could not help him out.
0: He yep. he he was never say die though. You there, there, you know he he's getting shoved in the freezer, but then you see an arm come out, and they're closing it, and it's like trying to keep his arms. And no, then 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 he got closed on. Uh so the worst you know on a, on a bad show, the worst segment of the whole show is Goldust and Luna, embarrassing. Just they're they're uh, an embarrassment oh. to whatever the heck we are watching. Until the hero of around. the show, the hero of the show. And this is, again, Santa Claus. So we get to see two different versions of Santa Claus, which is what I thought was weird on the show. But you had to shoehorn Austin in there somewhere. So we see yeah. Santa Claus, and he's he's kind of like ruining Goldust's little speech or his limerick or whatever he's reading. And um, all of a sudden, Santa Claus just beats the crap out of Goldust, and he pulls off his Santa costume, and it is Vader- and unlike uh, the Brooklyn Brawler, uh, Vader didn't have to like pad the costume. He just fit no. it so perfectly. He's the greatest Santa Claus I've ever seen.
1: It's probably a little bit of rib on old Leon White there, too, <laughs> as well as we move on to 1998.
0: Uh, so then uh, finally, we get it the match. Heartbreak Kid, <laughs> Triple H. They're doing the running the ropes thing. And, you know, making a mockery of pro wrestling. And then finally, <laughs> Triple H just does the big splash, gets the pin, and he celebrates by uh, doing a, a the speech from Rocky II. Uh, he said, uh, what What does he do? He does, uh, this is the greatest night in the history of my life. To my kid, He's all, he goes, even though I don't got a kid, to my kid being born... <laughs> I did it or whatever he did that whole thing and so they just mocked the whole situation. It was just Sean and Triple H making fun of the Shawn, whole thing and Sean crying. They they uh, they got one over on the Sarge again, man.
1: Yeah, and then they cut to the Sarge char- at ringside or by the entranceway, right? And he's like, ha, ha, "You got Owen." Like mumbles it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and like, like, like
0: it's so it's so bad that the announcers have, I think it was Cornette. He had to like mm-hmm. cover for Sarge. He's like, you know, Triple H, he didn't hear him. He doesn't know that he's got Owen Hart next week because Triple H <laughs> is just excited and cheering and like doing the whole thing. And he didn't sell yeah. it at all because nobody heard about the Owen thing.
1: Did Did it feel like they shot this sometime later? on the show because they didn't show him. They show him looking towards the ring. They don't show who's in the ring that, you know, so I'm guessing yeah. they added on later. They thought, yeah, okay, I we need know. to have something weird. Yeah. Very weird. Where What a, what a, just a flat finish to the show. And Owen doesn't even feel
0: that hot. He just feels like, you know, he, he just feels like he doesn't like, he doesn't feel like the guy who's defending his brother's honor at mm-hmm. these, these two terrible guys who screwed his brother. He just seems like this vindictive kind of dick. And I don't know if I like that. I feel like they could have done something a little different with Owen.
1: Well, I think on this segment they she should have ran out and attacked him after the match, after they made the mockery of the European championship and the, whole match itself and wrestling itself so i would have had him come in you know maybe bip out Shawn michaels and then have triple h i think that's who he ends up feuding with right is triple h yeah you know they could have gone out you know or whatever you could have done something like that where, where o is left standing at the end after these guys are made a mock of wrestling and the title yeah,
0: yeah. It, it, it was not good and if you're owen like you're like oh yay that's the belt that i'm Going for is this one that they just goofed on and not the world title? On. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which <This> is <coughs> weird. weird. I know. So, yeah, Um yeah. So this was a this was a short one. Not not a whole lot going on on this show. Uh We'll finish it off next week. The '97 Raw. We're gonna have to get a new theme song for '98. Gonna have to get like yeah. a uh, a a whole new graphic for for the show. But uh but yeah. So we'll find out
1: who was hot '98 music wise and just kind of take. I
0: might mean,
1: I, I might get just
0: I might get Justin to like whatever the raw theme song was in ninety eight just have him do his own version of it and maybe, maybe we'll there use that. Go. Yeah. So um so for Patreon folks, again, thank you for subscribing. You guys are the best. For the people listening on the free feed, uh just go to patreon.com front slash fight game media. Uh we have four uh, Patreon shows in addition to bonus content from all of the shows and the free feed. So five bucks a month. And, you know, even if you just do it to support, you know, maybe Carlos and, and Robert's uh, pound for pound, like the, they're going to, they're going to start doing stuff, uh, on, uh, once a month for, uh, I, I forgot what Robert said. Maybe it was going to be like upgrades, upsets or something like that. And they're going to talk about, <laughs> yeah. you know, specific fights, um, Paul and and Ryan, uh, I, I'm not. They they they're thinking of of what they're going to do. Paul may Paul may get some help with that, um, because I think Ryan may have some uh, scheduling issues with that. But, um, you know, there, there's tons of stuff to listen to. You don't even, you don't have to listen to it all. My feelings are not hurt if you get the Patreon and you're just not an MMA fan or you're not a Joshi fan. Like, listen to whatever you want. But I think there is going to be something uh for folks and and john and i will be there uh we're the lead the lead off show of the patreon every week (laughs) with our 97 and now 98 raw recap so appreciate everybody if you listen to the free feed give us a shot um and if you are watching on youtube as well uh hope you enjoyed this so for john i am double g we will see you when we see you peace out